0: Prophets, religions, and books. Islam. It is not a civilization to imitate the West's fashions, immoralities, and false beliefs. It will damage the constitution of the Muslim people. And this damage is perpetrated only by the enemies of Islam. Islam never tolerates a Muslim being supine or lazy. It commands Muslims to work. And improve in all branches of science to learn from non-Muslims their new scientific findings and also to emulate them. It commands them to be ahead of others in agriculture, commerce, medicine, chemistry and in the war industry. Muslims must find out all the scientific means that other nations have and manufacture them but they must not adopt or imitate their corrupt religions squalid and ugly habits customs or traditions ignatiev who was a russian ambassador to the ottoman empire for a long time reveals in his memoirs a letter written by the patriarch gregorius the chief plotter of the 1237 or 1821 greek insurrection during the time of sultan mahmud khan ii to the russian Tsar alexander the letter is a lesson it is impossible to crush or demolish the turks materially the turks being muslims are very patient and enduring people they are very dignified and have a mighty belief these moral qualities originate from their adherence to their faith contentment with destiny the power of their traditions and the feeling of obeisance to their emperors state authorities commanders superiors The Turks are intelligent and industrious as long as they have chiefs to lead and manage them in a positive way. They are quite content. All their merits, including their feelings of heroism and bravery, come from their devotion to their traditions and the firmness of their morality the first requirement is to break the turks feelings of obedience to extirpate their spiritual bonds and to weaken their religious convictions and the shortest way to this end is to accustom them to foreign ideas and behavior that are repugnant to their national traditions and morality The very day their religious morality is broken, the Turks' real power, which takes them to victory in front of forces that are in form much more powerful and numerous, and in appearance much greater, will waver, and thus it will be possible to crush them down by material superiority. For this reason, victories in warfare alone are not enough for the elimination of the Ottoman Empire. In fact, adherence to this method only will invigorate the Turks' sense of honour and dignity, which may cause them to further realise their essence. The thing to do is to furtively aggravate the atrophy in their constitution without letting the Turks notice anything. This letter is important enough to be written in school books for memorization. There are a number of messages in the letter, yet the following two are of primary importance. 1. To accustom the Turks to foreign ideas and customs in order to destroy their faith and religion. Two, to complete the destruction within the Turks' constitution without them noticing. And these objectives can be attained by getting them to imitate the West's immoralities in belief and fashion. Naturally, it is necessary to obtain the West's knowledge in technical achievements and in every branch of science. In fact, Islam commands it. Lord Davenport, a British scholar who had studied all religions quite well, said in his English book Hadrat Muhammad and the Quran, which he published in London in the early 20th century, it is its utter strictness on ethics that caused Islam to spread so rapidly in a short time. Muslims always showed forgiveness to people of other religions who submitted to the sword in combat. Girio says that the Muslims' treatment towards the Christians is never comparable to the treatment which Popes and Kings deemed proper for Muslims. For example, in 980 A.H. or 1572 A.D. on August 24, that is, on Saint Bartholomew's Day, 60,000 Protestants were killed in Paris and in its outlying areas with the command of Charles IX and Queen Catherine saint bartholomew one of the twelve apostles was martyred as he was teaching christianity in arzum in august 71 a.d the blood shed by muslims in those and many other persecutions is much greater than the christian blood shed by muslims in wars it is for this reason that it is necessary to rescue many misled people from the misconception that islam is a cruel religion such wrong statements have no proof compared with the papacy's persecutions which yielded to savagery and cannibalism the behavior of muslims towards non-muslims was as mild as a suckling baby chatfeld said if the arabs the turks and the other muslims had applied the same cruel treatment to christians as was applied by the westerners that is christians to muslims there would be no christians left in the east today amidst the bogs of superstition and doubts of other religions islam grew as purely as a violet and became the symbol of mental and intellectual nobility. Milton said When Constantine siphoned national wealth to the church's coffers, this inspired ambition for post and wealth among the priests. As a result, Christianity fragmented into many different sects. Islam spared humanity from the nuisance and disaster of shedding human blood for idols bringing worship and alms in its place it provided men with goodness it laid the foundation for social justice thus it easily prevailed over the world without recourse to bloody weapons this is jihad in islam it can be said that no other nation was as loyal and as respectful to the cause of knowledge as were the Muslims. The prophets, salam, numerous hadiths, sincerely encourage the pursuit of knowledge and abounds with respect for knowledge. Islam cherishes knowledge above property. Hadrat Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam supported this attitude with all his might and his companions worked in this way to the best of their abilities. Founders of today's science and civilization and protectors of the old and new works of literature were the Muslims from the times of the Umayyads, the Abbasids, the Ghaznavids and the Ottomans. Davenport's word ends here. Missionaries strove to annihilate Davenport's English book, from which we have paraphrased some passages. Jihad in Islam is explained in detail in the second volume of the book Idharul Haq written by Rahmatullah Efendi from India, who passed away in Mecca in 1306 or 1889 AD.